0: In 1973 the contest is held in Luxembourg and the host country decides to send the French girl Anne-Marie David as the representative. She has played the role of Mary Magdalene in the musical Jesus Christ Superstar and is an up and coming artist that later won the entire contest. How come? Luxembourg shows her. What does she remember from her victory and how come she decided to take part in the contest again six years after that victory? Well, hopefully we'll soon all be wiser. My name is as always Emma Löfström and this is Eurovision Legends. Bonjour et bienvenue to Eurovision
1: Legends anne Marie David. <laughs> Bonjour Emile. Ça va? <laughs> oui, ça va très bien. But you speak French? Petit. <laughs> well, in, in fact, better than than I speak Swedish, you know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes.
0: I studied French in five years, and when you don't practice it, it it's it get lost. Yes, but it's like bicycle. You never forget it. Probably. You just train. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. We met in person back when that was still a thing, you know, at Mm. the Swedish embassy in Tel Aviv last year. I remember. You remember? Oh, yes. When Israel hosted Eurovision. Tell me, what's your relation to Israel?
1: My my name is David, but um, most of the people think that I'm a Jew. And I think I have been long, long time ago, as far as I've uh, checked... I have some uh, Jewish origins, but I've never been to Israel before 1979. I have a very strong relationship with Israel and Turkey, which are opposite, but they all are based on the same process. In 1973, when I won Eurovision, it was the first time Turkey that uh, they had color TV. So all the people were in front of the television to know exactly what was happening. Moving to black and white to color TV was something very exciting. And maybe that's why they just enjoyed my victory more than if it was, you know, as an an ordinary victory. That's what they taught to me. For Israel, um, it was with Ilanit. She entered for Israel for the first time there. And... It was the first time that Israel sent a representative in a formal show or uh, event after the Munich events of the, year, of the past year.
0: Exactly, because the year before, 11 Israels were killed during the Olympics in
1: Munich. Yeah, so uh, everybody, uh, I heard it from, from uh, Israeli people, that uh, for all the people, they were just watching a TV just to be sure that uh, ilan it was safe and everything was happening safely for her were very, very, very scared and anxious, which I can understand. And that's why, combined to the fact that the victory came to a David, (laughs) I think it was a double chance for me, you know? Um, And I've never forgotten all this love that they give me from that time.
0: I actually have heard that Terry Wogan, the legendary British commentator, said in an interview that the security was very extremely because of Israel and that there were many armed guards, even in the audience. And he said that the floor manager mentioned before the show during the warm up, please be seated, don't stand
1: up or you might get shot. Yeah, but, you know, it was very strange because when I was in, in, in Luxembourg, normally I thought, well, it's a safe country. There is no problem. I didn't, I didn't understand at the beginning, I mean, why we were so much watched of everything we did. And so, and, you know, when we entered to the hotel, they just opened the doors of the, our, our rooms to know if everything was okay. And so it was very strange. But the strangest for me was when I had to find my red dress. <laughs> this red dress is a legend as me. Yeah. And I was in the hotel. And in the morning, I was waiting for the, for the room service to get a breakfast. And all of a sudden, somebody knocked at the door. And I don't know why, if the guy was emotion because I was his representative or if, I don't know what. But he entered and there was a carpet on the floor. And it just slipped on the carpet. And dropped all the coffee on my yellow pants and suit. The day before the show. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, my pants, my suit is spoiled. There is nothing to wear on. So I rushed out and I said, well, of course, he excuses apologizing. And so, but I mean, I had nothing to wear anymore. And we did all the lightnings because I was in yellow. Yeah. So I had to hurry to the guy from the TV and I said, I have absolutely, I have to go in Luxembourg and find something to dress because except to go with jeans, I have nothing left. <laughs> and <laughs> of course, they say, yes, you have to go, but you know, it's very dangerous and blah, blah, blah. So they call Interpol and Interpol came in front of the hotel in, with a minibus. And in front of me, there was a driver and a policeman with a gun. And behind me, sitting behind there, there was also two policemen with guns. And uh, I was going in Luxembourg in this van, you know, just to buy something. And I say, oh, my God, what, what will, how, how will, will it be? So it's stressing for me. We went to a shop. And when I find the first job, I say, well, let's stop there. They say, stay here. We're going to check in the shop if there is nothing bad for you. And I said, but my God, I want to buy a dress. I said, yes, yes but we are in charge of you, so stay in the bus. Okay, so I stayed there, and, you know, they entered, and they looked around, and they had guns that you could see they have. So can you imagine the lady in the shop, when she <laughs> saw them entering there, she didn't understand what, what was happening. So they explained, and I was looking quickly if I could find something. The first shop, no, nothing. And the second shop, and said, no, nothing, and... When I, I said that you know the mess that I was spreading around me, I said, "Oh my God, the <laughs> the third one. If there is anything I can find, even a pajama, I will buy it just to be safe, you know, and, and stop bother, bothering people." Yeah. And when I walk, I just saw a shop, and my red dress was in front. I said, "This is it." Enter if it fits me. This is my dress, <laughs> and it was. And the lady, when I when she saw that I won, uh, I stand up uh, because of course I disturbed because of the police and so. And she said, "Oh, I hope my dress will give you luck." And I said, "Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure." And then the day after, I sent her a big picture of it. And a bunch of flowers just to thank her because I disturbed so much. That's the story of my red dress, you know?
0: I never heard about this before. Lovely to hear. Did you know how much you
1: paid for it? No, I did too. Oh, not at all. I mean, you know, it was not at all a problem. I did, even, a, a, well, not a million dollars because I didn't have them, but uh, I needed something to wear. And that, well, this red dress just, you know, fooled me.
0: Yeah. Was 1973 your first attempt to reach
1: Eurovision? No, first one was with my first single. It was un peu romantique. Un peu romantique, un
2: peu classique, académique, avec du chic. De bonne manière, un
1: bon physique, de la réplique sur l'art et sur la politique. I think something like that because my, my producer at the, at the time, he told me that he... As asked uh, for me to represent France one or two years before and we didn't succeed though he, he didn't tell me anything about just after my victory he told me that it was the second time.
0: Okay, because I read on Wikipedia that that song was sent to the French preselection in 1972.
1: Probably. I've read uh, some days ago from the composer uh, that uh, the story of uh, Tu te and in fact, this, the song was not for me at the beginning. Uh, the song was for uh, Nicoletta, which is a French singer, and she refused the song. And everybody was very sorry uh, at the publishing uh, company because they thought it was a good song, and they called my um, artistic director. Uh, it was in 73, but we in 72, but it was very uh, just a limit of submitting songs, because as we worked one year in advance, I, have, I had received 250 songs and I had to choose 10 of them. That was the, the challenge for my record company at that time it was CBS. So I received all that songs and we selected already 10 songs. And as far as I've understood, Titoro Ganetra has arrived the last one. At the last minute, then we quit one and we put Konetra in. And everybody voted, but we had two votes. Like Louis and Konetra arrived, same type of votes. Wait, votes. wait, wait.
0: Now you're talking about the song, Louis. Oui.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: we. Oui. c'était mes rires
2: c'est mes larmes. Louis, c'était le fond mon âme Lui avait la manière de dire les mots qui me brûlaient Lui ne volait ma solitude Lui c'était ma tendre inquiétude Lui faisait de moi
1: and uh, Louis and Tetrotra arrived, arrived in uh, amongst the 10 we've selected uh, the two we wanted to uh, go with for Eurovision 73 and um, at the end as I was the singer, I thought that maybe Tutoro conetra was more a fighting song for a competition than lui. So everybody said okay I'm really, okay. Go we go for Tutoro Connaître.
0: that the song Au beau du Monde also was one of the songs of these ten.
1: Yes, Au du Monde was uh, among the ten, uh, Kamin valse" was among the ten. <laughs> LP where all of them were in. All ten, of them? Yeah, ten of them were in and that's why it was very clever from from uh, CBS because they knew that at that time Eurovision land a long time afterwards and maybe if I had the victory I should be very busy to go to studio and record again. So we prepared in fact we prepared the, the, the album but all the songs on the album are almost, uh, have been chosen for, for the 10th selection of the 10th the songs. Was the contest
0: in 1973 well organized?
1: Yes, very well, really. Uh, and I was very, very pleased because, you know, but it was not like as huge, as huge as today. You know, it was in the, in, the, in a beautiful theater. We were two, I think it was 2,800 seats, not more. And what was very beautiful, it was that we were performing and right after seeing the others performing, we were in the audience, sitting in the audience, and they were picking us up, you know, uh, at at our turn. So also all the orchestra and the performances and so, it was quite stressing. But we were in the middle of the audience and that was very, very um, exciting. And all the competitors with me, we all uh, enjoyed very much uh, the fact that we were in the audience. And when we saw the results, we were all in the audience and we watched at the screen like everybody in the audience. But also it was a, a bit a way of uh, having a distance because I remember when I watched the screen and I saw my, my scores, I say, oh, good, Luxembourg is go- good. Well, it's not bad, not bad. Well, I saw Spain and I saw Germany and I saw Israel and so. But I didn't realize that Luxembourg was me. So, <laughs> no, I was just watching at the screen, you know, like somebody who watches um, a at, at, at TV at home. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, the, when the light was 129 points, and and, and and was Luxembourg was, you know, lightning like this. I say, oh, that's great. Luxembourg has won. That's nice. But it was <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> and just, I was kicked by, by uh, Massimo Ranieri and Ben Kramer, my two neighbors, and they say, yeah. hey, it's you. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden it was like a, uh, you know, like a storm, you know? <laughs> and then when I ride on stage, if you see the film of the night, I, f- I feel like I, I'm walking like a drunk person, you know? I don't I don't realize that it's me, and I start to cry uh, because it, it was too emotional, but uh, the way that I released, you know, it was really like, a, like, like something like a thunder or, or a storm, whatever, that I had on my head, I'm, I'm the winner. And that yeah. was very, very strange. Do you remember who
0: you thought was your biggest competitor?
3: Spain.
1: A bit of Ilanit, because Ilanit had a typical, you know, at that time, there was a typical way of writing Eurovision songs, and there is still, but nobody writes that way. Uh, that's the, for me, that's the, the shame of today's songs that you cannot remember after a while, uh, and they disappeared, you know.
3: Yeah. Uh,
1: it's a shame for me, because for me, music is something that has to l- last in time, you know. People must remember, but not only when you just shake your ass. Exactly. And actually, it has come a bit more like a, a dance party for for show, which which is not bad because there are beautiful shows. But you cannot, again, I repeat myself for years, you cannot vote for a show like you can vote for a solo singer. It's yeah. impossible. You mixed up liters and kilos. And you have to choose between them. You can love uh, a solo singer, and you can love also in the same sh- in the same time a show girl or a show boy or a show song. What will where will go your vote? You know. Yeah. It, it, it is too difficult, but it's of course it is ESC. So normally it's Eurovision Song Contest, but it has turned to Eurovision Show Contest with the same letter. For me, it's really a shame. I totally
0: agree. I love the show, but I really miss many, many good songs from the competition nowadays.
1: Yeah, of course. The last wonderful song ever I've heard was Conchita one. was a great song and a great a great performer because oof, and I, I don't speak about her voice because the voice is something but you can have a voice and don't give anything as an emotion and she has both I really love
0: yeah you won with four points over Spain and the anthem at and you mentioned here before Spain and Israel but you have you forgot Cliff Richard
1: well I was I was not very afraid of Cliff I was afraid of his notoriety Cliff was a wonderful gentleman uh, uh, I've met I mean he is a performer but but I didn't I did I was not so much uh, anxious about his song I was anxious about the performer yeah but not the song we are talking about songs
3: yes to all our friends to the music.
0: This is true, but I've heard that the Spaniards got really upset when they didn't win. Was this something you noticed?
1: No, I didn't. Well, they have been very fair with me. They have been very nice with me. Yeah? Uh, no, I, I haven't heard about... You know, you must be very careful about what people say. You know, it's a... It's a pff, yeah. uh, they have been They have been very nice to me. I must say it. Good. Then we kill that rumor. Ah, maybe afterwards they have said things that I don't know. But to me, they have been very nice, really.
0: Yeah. How much do you think this victory have meant for your career?
1: Oh, it, it has definitely changed my world. Because uh, from the minute that my victory was on stage and people noticed it, I have. That's what I say also. But maybe it's because it was a song contest. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, I have never stopped working one day during 3 years. I was booked for 3 years non-stop after the victory. Yeah. But there was a mistake also is that uh, I I I became an international artist and uh they haven't asked me enough to stay spend longer time in France. That's why people have forgotten me because uh, as I, sp- I, I was sp- at the moment I was already speaking speaking many languages so I could travel a lot and yeah. my song was was released in four languages, the four major ones so it has become a success all over the world and at that time uh, the French company should have said Anne-Marie please at least three months a year in France because we need to show you to continue promotion and in fact that I, I was signed for the whole world but each version was uh, in uh, each ca- country like Germany for example was in charge of the German market and they asked me to record more s- songs in German and Spain exactly the same and uh, Italy a little bit less because Italy was for just for a very little market so uh, I did some shows in Italy but not much but for Spain and and Germany it was ooh, huge and England of course uh, they caught me because it has been a huge success in 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 the charts for for weeks and then after that I had an album released in English and but it didn't come in France or in Germany each country was defending his artist and in fact I was the artist of each country So uh, it was difficult for me to say no, 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 because I had contracts with the companies and I had to do what they wanted, but it has made me uh, explode all over and not spend enough time in my country.
0: Before we put on the recording, you talked about a symphonic version of the song too, and I have never heard this version. Uh, Please tell me about it.
1: In the past, we were most of the time, going on stage and making concerts with musicians, but now it's no more or very seldom type of of concerts we do. So you always have to go with your backing trucks everywhere. Yeah. So you go to with your backing track, but can you imagine that my backing track of Tito is forty seven years old?
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's like a motorway. Uh, You start three minutes, and it's never three minutes point one or two. Uh, You know everything about the backing track you are singing on, you know? So to be every time fresh on a 47-year backing track made me a bit upset. Yeah. And I said, well, uh, I'm working with a, a composer, which his name is Jean Musy, and Jean has been to Eurovision twice with the... Uh, Nicole Rieu and with uh, Jean Valet. and we are very good friends for 47 years so I said well listen Jean I'm a bit fed up to have always the same three minutes I said could you please revisit my song and he says yes but if I revisit your song it will be my way of seeing your song and what I know from you now yeah Okay, you have a free card. Please do whatever you want, but give me a new version of my loved song. Dans celui qui doute, dans celui qui croit,
2: tu verras, tu te reconnaîtras à chaque instant, dans chaque joie, Dans chaque larme, tu verras, tu te reconnais dans cet enfant, parmi ces gens, tout comme toi.
0: Da- The song is a classic and has sold over one million copies and is still played on the radio all over Europe. And many artists have made their own versions of it in their native languages.
1: Oh yes, I know
3: Neboť máš-li píseň zpívat,
2: tak ať ozvěnou.
0: I have just heard the song in Dutch, Slovakian, Finnish, Norwegian, Greek, German, Swedish and Turkish. And I actually found that the song has been recorded in Serbo Croatian, Russian and
1: Danish too. Oh, oh, great. The song belongs to everybody who wants to sing it. Of course, I am the creator of the song. It's exactly like you have a, a classic music. I mean, Carmen has been played once when it was created but everybody can sing Carmen today yeah so if people think that Tutorokonetra can fit them and they can be happy to record and sing and, and 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 make this song travel oh how happy i am you know it means that in 200 years uh, the song will still be there
0: yeah I can i assure it will
1: <laughs> i would love it I yeah would love it. it's really a gift You make to the people because when I say that I'm doing the most beautiful job of the world it has a meaning because it is the only job where people pay you to make them happy yeah and you must never forget that people want to be famous but well go to be a star okay you are a star okay for how long oh you want to be famous okay for what to do what to, to get money for what for me money is very important but money is i i never keep money you know i, I just save the, the minimum i need but the rest goes on projects i spend a lot of money for for things i believe in yeah. because if you expect that the people will give you things you 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 dream yeah. <laughs> Nobody yeah. will give you anything except if you if you are a part of a huge company or if you are married to a very rich man, which is not my 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 case, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I still look for one, but, you know, nobody is interested. So, OK, <laughs> I do my I do my way my, on my own, but it's nice.
0: <laughs> Before we talk about all these versions that are evergreens in their home countries uh-huh. and. Um... People think that they are originals by the native artist. And I know you have released music in many different languages also, like Turkish, for instance.
3: Yeah.
0: Are you fluent
1: in? Uh, I, I, I have, you know, I'm very curious by naturally, I'm naturally curious. So uh, when I go to a country, several times I try to catch the music of the words because each language has a music. Yeah. If you catch the music of the words, then the words enter more fluently. Yes. And I've worked a lot in Turkey and I was upset of not exchanging with these people so I've, I've learned Turkish because I I've, I've lived in Turkey for three years I had a, a flat there and I I, I had huge, huge a lot a lot of concerts in 30 days one full month I have done 90 concerts oh my god three per day yeah in the fair just in the fair I was <laughs> just moving from one casino to another and finishing in the nightclub at one o'clock in the morning so I mean, Turkey has been, I say, it's my second country by heart because they, uh, I don't, I don't care about who is the president or who is the representative of the country. It doesn't mean that the, the people in the country are bad. No. They are sometimes not educated enough or people lie very well. So uh, you know, but we have in France the same. Uh, You probably have in Sweden the same too. Absolutely. When politics comes in your life, uh, you have to be very, very careful. Yes. Because there is the truth and what the people want to be, the truth. Yeah. (laughs) So to make the difference in between is very difficult. In Turkey, I had Israeli friends. I had Arab friends. I had Greek friends. And in my orchestra, there was all the nationalities and all of them, they were very peacefully working. So it's not a problem of what is the regime of the country. It's a problem of people, human yeah. beings. Yeah. Everywhere it's the same.
0: Yes, I totally agree. Uh, we go back to Eurovision. Six years after your victory, you took part in the national pre-selection in France with the song, Je suis l'enfant soleil. Mm-hmm. Tell me, was this the first time since 1973 that you wanted to compete again?
1: I was um, not working in France enough. And at that time, there was a, a French publisher who was the man who introduced me to CBS in 72. Yeah. And uh, I was no more in CBS, in CBS company at that time. And he said, Anne Marie, I'm so, it's a, such a shame that you are not uh, in France enough. Would you mind if I try to find a good song for you to enter to the French pre-selection for Eurovision? I said, oh, his name was Claude Pascal. I said to Claude, well, Claude, it's such a nice idea. Let's try. Well, we'll see. Anyway. Yeah. And uh, he uh, asked, to some composers to write a song for me, I received not two hundred fifty, but I, <laughs> no, I, I but I had some very good songs. Like I, I think I, I have received something like just for me or like twenty or something.
0: Do you remember and, any one of the others?
1: Oh, there was a song that was proposed by one of the major, the biggest writer at that time. It was Pierre Delanoe. Yeah, and uh, Pierre has written fantastic amount of successful songs and he was also uh, president of the SOSEM and uh, when I met him uh, in the Claude Pascal office he was presenting me his song yeah and I was sitting nearby and we knew each other because he was the French writer of Jesus Christ Superstar so we knew each other very well and we were very pleased in 72 to, to 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 work together But at that time, he proposed me a song, a very strange one. The lyrics were just a list of countries and capitals or something like this. And I said, but I'm not a geographic map. (laughs) I don't want to sing that. And he says, why do you want you? You don't want my song. I said, no, Pierre, I don't want your song. The publisher was in front of me and he knew the character of Pierre Delanoye. And he says, Oh, there will be a clash. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, and I, I did I said, No, I cannot defend a song like this. I, do, you know, it's it's just a list of countries, and no, it's no interest for me to to go to your vision and say, But you know all the countries. I say, Yes, but not that way. No, 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 no. And I refused it. He left the room furious, and he said, She is. A crazy girl. Have you been working since? No, but we met many times after and, yeah. and we had good good lunch and we just laughed of this experience. That's and good. well, je suis l'enfant soleil has arrived and I love the song and I said, well, this is a song I would like to yes, really defend.
3: Il est
2: fort et plus que le coton du ciel il a partagé le
3: pain et mon père lui a donné un lit commencera du je
2: can we go to
0: the pre-selection Oui. Uh, please tell me
1: about it because yeah. it was a strike. Yeah, you know France has a, you know we have a national sport that we practice much, 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 much better than the other countries. It's strike.
3: <laughs>
1: yes, we are champions, world yeah. champion. Yes. Uh, for everything and nothing, we are on strike. Yeah. And and I, that's why I hate strikes. You just stop the, the energy, you stop the economy, you stop the people, you stop everything. We should discuss more. At that time, uh, we did the two semifinals. I was in the first one and I was one of the three pre-selected of the first selection. And there was the second semifinal where we had also three semifinalists. So we we were six. We had a strike for The final technicians of the television they were didn't want to work, so impossible to make the live TV show. So they decide to give to a, a professional committee the six semi-finalists for them to choose the finalist and the representative of France. And because they were professional, maybe I was lucky to be chosen. So for the first time of my life. I've been very happy for a, of a strike <laughs> because maybe if there was not the strike, I shouldn't have been chosen, <laughs>
0: maybe. Did you have any favorite among the other competitors? Uh,
1: to be honest, I don't remember very much the others because I, it was a bit different the way we had. We had a full symphony orchestra that I remember, which was wonderful, but I don't remember a lot the other competitors, to be honest.
0: You won? And got a ticket to the Holy Land Israel. Can you please take us back to Jerusalem in 1979?
1: Ah it was a very strange time because going to Jerusalem first of all uh, was very impressive for me because Jerusalem is um, mythic and uh, I remember when we landed in Israel it was at night and we were all going in a bus from uh, Tel Aviv to Jerusalem at night. Yeah. And the time, the, the minute I've landed and I was walking in this land, I realized uh, that something very special has happened there. Without talking about religion or Bible or whatever, just you feel something different. Yeah, And when you arrived in Jerusalem, uh, when you enter in the town, when you walk in the old town, when you go to uh, the, the places where uh, the history, the Christian Christian history has taken place, then you are uh, filled with something uh, really strange. Yes. And um, every time I go to Israel now, I feel the same thing. And but of course, I go more often now because my agent is Israeli. And but you know him, Alon. Yes. Yeah. And Alon is has become a part of my family, like his family. Yeah. Um, and I know I'm part of his family too because when I go to Israel, I never, uh, I never go to a hotel. I live at Alon's place because I I love to be with him. He's my son.
0: Funny you mentioned this because I have traveled to Jerusalem or to Israel nine times, and I have the same feeling every time I. Go to Jerusalem. That this is something special. Something special happened in me, and
1: I'm not religious at all. And um, but it's not necessary. It's. Uh, have you been to the olive gardens? Yes. You know, you have all these people, all the 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 the, the, the sellers outside. You know, uh, yes. you know, the shops yeah. and the camels and the people shout and blah 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 blah. And when you enter in the olive garden, I don't know if now it's still the same, but it's only. Uh, trees.
0: That... Yes. Er- everything stop.
1: Yes. Have you, have you heard that? Yeah. Yeah. The quiet the silent the immediate silence. Yes. yes, yes. From one meter to the, the step you enter to, to the garden and it's yeah. silent and nobody talks. Exactly. It's it's incredible. I've never seen a place like this. Yeah. So it's not necessary to be religious. To feel it I mean because you, you you have noise on one side and silence on the other
0: funny you mentioned this because I have I have thought about this so many times but uh, yeah never talk about it with any other um <laughs> we go back to your performance because I want to talk about your styling I love your styling the dress ah! and the hair is flawless and it's so
1: timeless
0: <laughs> are you still proud of this
1: oh yes I love it and it has been it, it was a Turkish dress it was handmade but it, it was not so expensive it was a I went when I was in Turkey I loved all the materials you know because you are in 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 the Orient and yeah. and when you go to the bazaar and you see I, I was buying all my tops there because I wanted to have uh, especially things uh, for me that I didn't want to have on shops so I have a uh, a tailor, but a very, a very simple tailor. Simple is not. Is, is I mean, it it was not. Um, he was not a creator. He was just a tailor. But he was so, so talented. He had he had golden hands. Yeah. And and there was somebody who was uh, uh, commandi brodé. Embroidery. A- yes, there was a lady who did it. Oh, she had golden hands too, and they they just did it for me the yeah. way I wanted and the color i wanted with the material i choose and it was really great yeah. and i love that song that yeah. that dance, really
0: do you still have the dress
1: no except my red dress i don't have any okay this is another story 1979 in my
0: opinion contains extremely many good songs
1: ooh, ooh, yes.
3: Ooh. Ooh, ha, ting, ting.
2: i
0: Points Israel with the song Hallelujah. One over Spain with Betty Missiego and the singing choir of kids. And you got a third place. Mm -hmm. Did you have any favorite, or did you have several?
1: I was of uh, of course, you know, I I, with the Israeli people. I say they know that I love them. So what I say is that their victory should be equally mine because they cheat a little bit. They had a song called Hallelujah, and yeah. they signed the peace treaty three days before the Eurovision. And I said, well, uh, my poor Enfant Soleil, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> maybe I should have signed Hallelujah, Enfant Soleil or something, you know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, um, the only thing I don't understand, to be very honest, is the Timisiego place. This is a mystery.
0: Do you mean you think they, they cheated?
1: The, the the song was not good. I I, I had preferred to Genghis Khan.
0: Yeah, that's an evergreen.
1: Genghis Khan was very dangerous for me. I was afraid of Genghis Khan and Hallelujah, but not Betty Missiego. But hmm. I think the, the 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 kids on the stage and blah blah and blah blah and the flags, you know, you know, flattering and put a little bit the audience and the countries. Uh, maybe it had helped. Yeah. But uh, still, I don't understand. I should I should maybe if, if I don't didn't have had be the, the the I didn't get the victory but but being the second but not the
3: third <laughs>
1: It's a matter today? Because I love my place, I love the song, I love everything. But when you think of it and you you, you see it again, you say, "Mm, no, no, really, no.
0: What happened after 1979 in your life?
1: I I continued to to work because that time it was very strange. But that time, because I was representing France, even if I got third, which the French people never, never forgive you, is that, you know, never forgive you. I always hear that France has never had a good place after marie Miriam victory in 77. It makes me very angry because being third is not a bad place. And we had also Amina. Yes. Second, because she got first eagle points, and because again they changed the rule. Yes. It is not fair at all.
0: But you came second in 1992 with black and white blues. I love to kill old rumors that never have any evidence. And <laughs> under many years, you disappeared from the limelight. And this is yeah. now the rumors was spread. Can you please tell us in your own words
1: how come? With time, I was the the, the reasons that I stopped were were not the good ones. But I can say it now. At that time, my mind was that because I was working on an international level, I was working more and more and more and more, I was traveling more and more and further and further and further and further. And I arrived at a point where I was almost never at home and I had a, I had a, a son.
3: Yeah. And I,
1: I didn't I couldn't see him very much and his father who was my manager also, and his father, he, he brought me always further and, further and further a little bit like as if uh, he didn't want me to be back to France to start a, a, my career where I had stopped it. And it has, um, it has annoyed me a lot because I say, well, I don't want to go so far always, always, always. So I better stop. And I said, well, uh, let's do something else. I yeah. love nature and take time for uh, a private living. Yeah. Uh what I did at that time was my thought. Well, I think I've been pushed a little bit to that thought. <laughs> when I think of it now. And also there was another thing that we arrived to the 80s and it was the the it was the time where the disco time and I was not a disco singer. You know, I I couldn't see myself, uh, you know, uh, uh, having a red color in my head and dancing and moving. I love dancing, but not that way. For me, singing was not that. Maybe my time is over. I've done a lot of things that I loved. I've won a lot of contests. And so I've been away for a long time. It's nice. maybe maybe it's good for me to stop. So I stopped. But it was not for the good reasons, because they were not my reasons. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. So when uh, finally I, I said, well, uh, maybe it's not the good way. I've done many, many things. I had a, a, a huge property with animals, with sheep, with ducks, with hens, with bulls, cows, with horses for a long time. And then after that... My private life was not going very well, so I decided to leave. And uh, at that time, I had, of course, no more record company, no more contacts, no more uh, agent, no more nothing, and no more money. So um, I said, well, Anne-Marie, now you have to uh, do something for, for yourself, by yourself, and show that you can be alive without anybody's help. So I started slowly, slowly with a li- little couple of friends uh, to recope, not not singing, but reimagine my life. And because Eurovision fans are everywhere and they always follow me all the time, there was one of them who finally f- said, Anne-Marie, please, the biggest show for singers like you, he, he wants to. You in his show for 10 years now, and you say always you say no, please accept one time to go to the show for us. Yeah. And I, I accepted. And that was the start of my coming back. You know, I mean, yeah. it's very strange. You never know why your your road is that road and why you change. Well, you 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 have to assume your choices anyway. I don't regret many things, in fact. I just regret not to have been enough conscious of my real value and of the fact that, uh, of course, I've met a lot of people who helped me. I mean, composers, writers, arrangers, uh, professionals, uh, people who believed me, who booked me. Of course, thanks to them that they have been nearby me but uh if there is one thing that i know is the fact that if i had no capacity no talent they shouldn't have done what they have done for me because yeah. i was gifted yeah. and talented and i still believe that believe i am you are who you are but only what you are and people work with you or nearby you Starting from what you are, never forget that. People are nearby you because you have a value, because yeah. you you represent something. But sometimes they make you think that you depend only on them and you have no talent, just the one they gave you. They don't give you anything. You are talented, you are gifted or not. You are, have a value or not. You are able to do things or not. Yeah. But you are the, the person, the, the added value, it's you, nobody else.
0: You said here before that the, it was a Eurovision fan that took you back to the limelight again. Oui. And in 2009, I know you wanted to participate for France again. Uh-huh. Can you please tell me about this and the song Sua?
1: At that time, you know, in, in the period where I started to remake tv shows and so i created my fan club and i have created the same as i'm doing here um, now today again i've created a school for uh, teaching the singing and acting and dancing it was in toulouse and uh, i had there many many students but amongst all my students i had three ladies absolutely beautiful they were so different But they were all talented. And we worked hard. And um, one of my friends said, this is a song for you, Anne-Marie. And I said, no, I don't want to return to Eurovision, uh, actually. But I said, why not to go to Eurovision, to the French pre-selection, with one of my three ladies? And we decided to give the song to the three ladies for them to just show us a small committee, the composer, the writer, me, and and the producer, who was the best among the three to sing that song called Sua. And finally, when we saw them singing that song, one after the other, it was so difficult for us to decide which one was the best because each one of them was marvelously singing the song. So let's make a trio they will go all together. And we created the trio called Caprice. And a lot, a lot of, a lot, a lot of people who came and said, this is exactly what we need for France and, and blah, blah, and blah, 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 blah. And we did a, a beautiful production with a full symphony orchestra. So
2: l'horloge qui fait s'écouler le temps Soit le signe qui se pose sur les temps L'image qui perturbe mon sommeil Soit la vie vue du soleil Soit l'étoile qui sentit dans le matin. Soit l'oiseau qui vient picorer dans ma main Soit la flamme qui s'éteint en suppliant Soit l'ami que je n'ai pas et que j'adore
0: Instead, Patricia Kath went to Eurovision. Oui. Anne-Marie, I know that there is a poem with a very important message you would like to talk about.
1: Oh, yes. When I was a child, I was reading a lot of poems. And there was one that has impressed me very much. At that time, I was not speaking English. It was a Kipling poem called See si in French and If in English. I was so impressed by the message of this poem that I decided to write it and to put it on my wall, I was about I was eight or something like this, eight or nine years old. And uh, two years ago, again with Jean Mizi, I asked him if he would love to write a melody. And he said, "How can you know that it is one of my favorite poems?" I said. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. But we are, both of us, were, are very connected. He said, give me, give me a little time and I will write something. And he gave me the melody and the arrangements he did. <gasps> oh my God, it's pure jewelry. And I said, well, I, I, I want to record it. And I did it in French and in English. And it has a very strong message. And nowadays may help a lot of people still. If
2: you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you But make allowance for their doubting too If you can wait and not be tired by waiting Or being lied about Don't deal in lies Or being hated Don't give way to hating And yet don't look too good No talk too well
0: yeah, and it's, it, it, it was written 1895, and the, the message is still very important.
1: Exactly, especially today when we leave all this, uh, I cannot say strange, but uh, it's more than strange. It's um, frightened. Yeah, frightening. But in fact, you know, uh, again, because I spend a lot of time in, in working, of course. But also in, in reflecting, and I say, well, I really don't want to be destroyed for for my childhood. I I've, I've spent good things, bad things, but uh, I've always thought that keeping hope and keeping smiling and and not living people destroying you or your dreams or your expectations, even if it's sickness, has stayed one of my major, how can I say, Target. Yeah. Because uh, I know it is difficult for many people. You know, in my street, I, I live in a, in a town where there are a lot of, lot of, uh, lots of uh, old people and some are really, really in bad conditions. If you go just to them, smile to them, Uh, shake their hands or kiss them or or just talk to them and ask them what they think what they want and Actually, I have an old lady of 84. She doesn't know how to write and read Can you imagine when she enters somewhere? Difficulty she can have yeah, so uh, I decided with her I said you don't want to learn and she said Oh, it's too late! I said. It's never late if you decide that it is not late. And she said, "Do you think I can try?" I said, "Yes, if you want, we can try." So now she's learning. I teach her how writing and and reading. And she's eighty-four, and you cannot imagine how quickly she progresses because she wants it. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, yes, I totally.
1: It's it's absolutely amazing, yeah. and I'm I'm admiring her, her um. The will she has, you know, she she really wants it. And she's so pleased when I say, oh, wonderful, you read this and this and this. She's so happy. You you should see her smile.
3: Yeah.
1: Her eyes are, you know, her eyes are, are laughing, you know.
3: Yeah.
1: It's very, very strange. So, of course, we have a lot of problems. Of course, we have the coronavirus. Of course, we have, and there will be maybe, maybe worse. Okay, so what? Shall we lock in and shall we uh, start uh, starving? And... No, 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 life is there. Just have a watch to it and yeah. say, okay, life will be stronger, always. I cannot, you know, you cannot live if you don't believe that. You, yeah. you start you start going down. Yeah. yeah. I really don't want to. If you can make one heap of all
2: Get on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss if you can force your heart the will which says to them hold on
0: Thank you so much for taking your time to talk to me yeah. Anne-Marie
1: It was my pleasure Let's talk uh, sometime okay. Au revoir Au revoir. Au revoir
2: Tu verras Tu te A chaque instant Dans chaque joie Dans chaque larme Tu